two vital points um victor fear um fear is one reason why a lot of people don't start um and you said like you can narrow it into different kinds of fear but fear is a big reason so what i tell myself now a lot of times when i have something to do i tell myself you know what just start slowly you know when i'm scared to maybe start something and i'm really nervous to myself just get started just sit on my desk start writing or just get started as slow as possible and keep mm-hmm. going, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you tell yourself, oh, I, I'm scared. If I start this, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to push it further or I don't know if I can get to the big picture. I'll give True. you a quick story about a friend of mine. She's currently in um, Manitoba studying dentistry. And um, two years ago, she spoke to me. She actually worked with me in the lab, research lab here at the University of Saskatchewan. And she wanted to go into dental school. And she spoke to me and I was like, I tried to encourage her, like, you know what, just study, keep studying, you can do it, don't don't give up and all that. And in 2019, she was really stressed out and she was like, you know what, she called me, she's like, you know what, I think I'm going to quit and not write the exam. She already paid for the exam, already um, had everything. And I'm trying to bring two things here. She was stressed out and she was scared that she was going to fill the exam, right? She was like, I, I don't think I'm ready for this exam. I think if I keep going, the exam is like in three months' time, I think I'll fail. Then secondly, she was like, I told my friends already quit. They said they're not going to write the exam already. So to our friends who also enrolled for the same dental exam, so I think it's called that, that exams, to our friends okay. who are going to write the exam, also said they were, they were stressed out and they're not going to write. So one, she was afraid. Two, she was want, wanting to quit based on the influence from her friends. So she called me. She was like, some of my friends say they're going to quit. So I, I told her, you know what? Don't quit. Write that exam. She was like, but I'm like, you know what? This is what will happen in the next 10 years. In 10 years' time, if you don't write this exam, you're going to be asking yourself, what if? What if? What if I've written the exam? The, what you don't want is to always have that life of regret. That what if I, if I tried? You don't want that right you want to make sure you try it's better to try and fail than to not try at all right i think sometimes we don't want to fail failure i've learned in grad school that failure is not a bad thing right (laughs) honestly i'm saying this failure is not a bad thing failure is meant to teach you something right you always think failure is an event not a person right so i I thought that if it's better you try and you fail, then not to try at all. Because if you don't try at all, it's always going to be that mindset of what if, just what if. Mm-hmm. Anyways, eventually she wrote the exam, she passed the exam, she got a <laughs> and she's currently in dental school right now. Wow, wow. Time, you know, she's like Paul, um, I'm I, like I'm grateful. I'm like you know what, it's it's all right. We just thank God for that. Um, yes, yes. I'm glad you 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 took that decision. Oh, so thank God, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a huge testimony. Yeah, that that is amazing. That is yeah. amazing. And you're right. You're right. Like you know, I I I, I really enjoy boxing. So let me talk about boxing for a bit. Yeah. So you know, before the pandemic started and all, I I was going like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, essentially to the boxing gym. And one of the things. <laughs> the first day I entered the gym, talking about studying, the first day I entered the gym, I believe it was July, in the first week of July, probably July 1, 2, 3, or 4, one of those four days of 2019. Yeah, so anyhow, I entered the gym that day, I saw everyone doing all the things, like, thrown up, I was like, what is going on here? I just, 
I came from I came from work that day, so I was like I I I like to dress up, so I dressed up from work that day, and I came back. I was in my nice suit and tie and everything. I see people like sweating. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing here? So anyhow, I knew nothing. I just knew I enjoyed it. So I went there. I started throwing a little bit of a punch, you know, throw the jab, throw the jab, throw the jab. Next thing, I throw the jab and cross, and then jab cross left off, on and on and on and on like that. And then slowly but surely, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, I began to improve. My cardio improved, my knowledge mm. of the improved to a point where eventually when some newer students were coming in, I was asked to be like a mentor to them. And this was just like a couple of months after I started going, wow. knowing them. And then to kind of tie into what you were saying about like failure being um, not the person, right? I think about a boxing match, right? So you can lose the round, but you don't have to lose the fight. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can be in the fight, and then in the process, the first round, they beat you. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> the second round, they beat you again. like, okay, now I got it. So this is what it does. If I do this, this is our response. Yes. So you learn. You learn, and then you stay. You stay. You don't quit. You don't throw in the white towel. You stay. Yes. And then you keep going, and next thing you know, just one knockout punch can, can win you the match. Or maybe yes. you can win by a point. But the point is like, knowing that even if you lost one round, it's a 12-round game, it's a 16-round game, whatever you're dealing with, you can still win the fight. Yes. So, well, That's so good. And it's, it's interesting to see that you um, can take that boxing and analogy and, and use that to actually explain. If you even lose a fight in boxing, right, you can learn from that fight and come back better and stronger. I've seen boxers who lost their first fight right yes and yes. they don't lose for the next 20 fights because they learned something yes. from that first fight and they tell you if they didn't lose that first fight they probably would not be champions True. right but True. they did not start at all and they, they did not go into the ring for the first fight they mm-hmm. would not learn right they would not learn what to do and what to improve on so i think that's the goal of this of having, having this conversation is to encourage people out there that yes. you have to start anyhow. I know we have a, a we live a life where it's um they tell you you know you have to plan plan plan. It's good to plan. I'm not trained um sorting out planning right. Planning is good, but a lot of times you cannot always have the full blueprint. Mm-hmm. You get the blueprint as you go, right? You get mm-hmm. the blueprint as as you go. What do you think is um? And we already talked a bit about this, but I want to throw more light on that when you're starting your podcast, right? Um, so you, you got started, you didn't have all the knowledge you needed to start a podcast. We have any knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have any knowledge, right? What were the challenges along the way because of the lack of those knowledge? And how what are the what are the things you did consciously to actually overcome those challenges to get to the next step when you know when starting your podcast? Good question, good question, good question. So <laughs> so one of the one of the challenges we had was kind of defining the goal or the vision of the podcast so we had an idea of what it was to be about a place of conversation vulnerability and death as we say but it's like yeah conversation vulnerability death are you kidding me so many things can fit that so it's like i'm not kidding you if you look through our catalog of podcasts one of the first podcasts we talk about relationship another time we talked about purpose another time we talked about like um entrepreneurship Everything fits in the same definition of conversation for I can't think it. I can't think myself, oh my god. Like you know, everyone sees you know, <laughs> one line definition that is sweet and dandy, like yes. our vision is to do this and that. You know, there's a place for that, and we wanted that. But I found that 
we began to know what it was really about after a couple of episodes into it. So I realized that by staying and saying, okay, you know, I want to have this sweet sentence line of exactly what I wanted to be. I will be crippling myself. I would not actually, ex- um, I would not express myself enough to know where I where I should be heading. So, to be more precise in answering that question, one of the challenges we had to deal with is the definition of mm. what the podcast is about. Now, once we kind of are getting over there, we began to look at also how to manage conversations. You know, before we, the podcast started, you know, even before this podcast started, both of us were yeah. chatting and just having a nice, good combo, and thank God it was continuing like that. But sometimes yeah. I find that, you know, you have this nice conversation with your friend, but then as soon as you put the camera on your face and then you put microphones there, all of a sudden, it's <laughs> like, oh, I have to see. We drawn. Yeah, so, so being able to be spontaneous and just be yourself, just be yes. yourself, that yeah. part was something that we had to learn. You know, we had to learn, because I know myself, I like I like all this official, all this nice things. So I started like, hello, everybody. Welcome to your life podcast. So I'm like, bro, just relax. So, but yeah, but yeah um, I find that just learning that, just be you, just be you, just be you. And I find that, you know, people are more interested in the consistency of your character and your person than you appearing to be something you're not like i remember for example i, I tell Tommy all the time as well like on a podcast like I, I think i'm fun to be around but like i'm not a comedy guy i don't i don't crack jokes and make you laugh every sentence i say so if i came on the podcast and i'm like well what is for that to be funny by force and then i begin to like talk trying to make say something funny you, you can tell right away that there yes. is not there's no forcing it. yeah you're forcing it so I, I i began to find that okay one of the things we had to do with was the vision of it another thing we have to do with was managing conversations other thing we also had to do with managing the, the reality that people are different so when we do one episode with a particular guest we had to approach it a certain way when yeah. we did you know different episode with someone else we had to understand that they have a different personality they would engage differently there are yeah. people that say one word and then they will tell you like 50 sentences there's some people that you have to really keep context and then yeah. you know what I mean so everyone is different and being able to manage that dynamics was one of the things we had to do and of course that is in addition to all of the equipment that we had to learn how to use all of the you know software that we had to learn how to use and one thing I would say along the lines of starting is a lot of times before each episode we honestly don't know how the episode will go you will hear us say something like you know, you know, we have a little bit of an outline, just kind of take it where it takes, we take the conversation where it takes us. Yeah. When you say that, when you're saying that because it's a nice thing to say on podcast, it's actually true. We would have, I remember one time um, for one of our episodes, I think episode nine, we had, I'm not kidding you, it was less than like a page or half a page of like outline of what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. That podcast ended up being the longest one we've had. Not wow. because we, we did, we're just, you know, wasting time. No, everyone had such profound things to say yeah. and it all came by doing. Mm. It all, came, it by all doing. came by doing. It all came by doing. Some of the things I've, because I, I, I often go back to listening to some of our episodes and I'm like, I said that? <laughs> Uh, where did that come from you're in the spirit exactly it shows that it shows that it's not like oh i had all the sentences in the world that i intended to say for the podcast and then i began to read a for you know what i mean it was yeah. like that it was like this there, there's a thing that comes and you know i was going to say this earlier but there's a thing that comes with with arts you know which you know what we're doing right now is a form of art but it's the thing i find that comes with arts that you just have to open the door. What will come out, you don't know. You just have to open the door. So when I, sometimes when I'm writing, 
before I get to that table, maybe I know how to write about a topic or a subject. But the first sentence I write, I don't, I didn't have it in mind anyway. I just had to sit behind the table, the paper, and 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 hold the pen and be like, I need to write something. And then yes. the first sentence comes. So there is, if I mean, we've said a lot of great things, and you've said a lot of great things to Paul, but. I think if there is one thing that I hope people can take away, it's, it's knowing that you learn a lot by doing. Yeah. All the things you want to learn and be like, I want to know, I want to know. Yes, do that, plan, research, do all that. But there are some things you will never know unless you start. Yeah. There are some things you will never, there are so many things that I, I still have a lot to learn. And I'm not saying it's out of community, it's actually in fact, I have a lot to learn yet in, in terms of our podcasting. But there's so many things that I have now known that there's no way I would have known them if I didn't start, if we didn't yeah. start. Right, so you learn a lot by doing. You learn a lot by doing. That'll be my my mantra for this week. Just moving, <laughs> moving on, yeah. like I learn a lot by doing. I learn a lot by doing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, just to add to what you said is, you don't even know the full challenges you would encounter until you start. True. You might True. think, you no, know, you might think, oh, okay, let's take podcast for an example. I think I would say, I think challenge for me for podcast. I would say before I start, I'll be like. Oh, maybe using the software, right? Would be a challenge for me. Edit would be a challenge for me. But I don't even know other challenges are out there. Like you talk about being your being consistent, right? Being original, like trying to know your your guest and all that. You know, you don't know this challenge until you start. So when you start, you figure out this challenge, then you can actually tackle the challenges, right? You you can't um tackle the challenges without starting. Right, so yes, just yes. as you said, um, the goal is to start and mm-hmm. get going. Once you start, you're going to figure out the different steps you need to, mm-hmm. to, to overcome whatever you need to overcome. True, true. You know, uh, one thing I was also going to say, yeah, to kind of take the conversation in a in a to increase the scope or dimension of the conversation is another way to look at it is that what you're doing now is forming of the success story. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What you're doing right now is the forming of the success story. I remember, um, as I said earlier, every time I think about it, I'm like, I will never do that again, but I'm glad I started from there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So let me give an example of job. So I said, you know, praise God, I work in a very good uh, engineering consultant firm right now. But as recently as 2013, I was working at a place called McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, and not to make fun of McDonald's or anything, but I started with the point I want to make is I started at $9.75. Mm. So I was mm. living in a place called Edmonton, working in a place called St. Albert. It's quite a, some distance from there. And sometimes I would bike, I, was, I would ride a bicycle to there, like over an hour drive. And then I would walk three to four hours and then start coming back. And that was, that was my lifestyle back then. You have to understand that I was coming from Nigeria and I would look at my bank account. I have three hundred dollars. What? I was and then I'm like, me, four hundred dollars. Wow. And then what? And then I come back to Nigeria. I'm like, my goodness, you are global now. <laughs> and then you know that was my experience, and I enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed that process. And I remember this is a funny thing, but I remember the day they were gonna raise my wage by fifteen cents. I had a performance review meeting with my manager. I'm like, what? I was even back then. It was funny to me. Like, what are you sitting down to review my performance over 15 centuries? But that's that's where I started from. That's where I started from. And I kid you not, everything else that came afterwards has been better, much better. Praise God, I'm in a much higher, better place than I was back then. But because I started from there, it gave me an appreciation for everything else that came afterwards. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So in the same way, in any venture we're engaging in, knowing that. What I'm doing now is the forming of my success story. I think it's an inspiration because, you know, 
it's one thing for you to be like, oh, you know, I slept, I woke, I thought about this vision and it's work. Ooh, I'm gone, I'm good. It's great, it's nice for you, but it does not inspire anybody. Yeah. But then on the, on the other end, if you think about a situation where you have to, you have to start with what you have. Yes. If people coming after you, or even your contemporaries can look at that and be like, if he, if he can start from there, I can start from here, kind of thing. So knowing that your story can be an inspiration to others, knowing that what you're doing right now is the formula of your success story, I think is, for me at least, it's a, it's an inspiration to start. Yeah. That's a good motivation and inspiration to start. I totally agree with you. Um, even listening to your story, that's inspirational, like where you're coming from when you're working back in a very small place to a big place now, starting your podcast, you know, working at an engineering consulting firm, right? And if you, if you don't really even know what the bigger picture is yet, you are know, in a good place and you are growing, but we can't really tell the, what the end is, right? I, I listened to a quote by Steve Jobs um, years ago. He said, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backward. Mm. How to connect the dots looking forward. That is deep. Connect that is deep. the dots looking backward. So right now, like your experience right now, like you have to keep going to actually figure out what is ahead of you. If you say, mm. if one says, I think I'm I'm in Canada now. I think I've, I've arrived. I think I I, I live I, I live a good life, you know. Then you're gonna stay right there, right? I have to start the next level. What is next to start, right? I have to get that going, get that ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Then God will open the doors to the next level. I think the way God operates is God doesn't just take you and gives you a billion dollars or or, or just mm-hmm. give, makes you gives you one huge success, right? It brings mm-hmm. you up why because. It is what you learn during that process that will help you, sus- that will sustain you at mm-hmm. the very end, right? Mm-hmm. It's what you learn. CJ said something a while ago. He said he went through a lot of tough, tough times while he was starting his ministry. There was no food. He drove a raggedy car. It was tough, right? He, he had to, mm-hmm. it was very hard. He had no money. He said he did not realize that. God was doing that, that, that he was going through that, pardon me, was going through that, so that when he eventually hits what he, where he is right now, he would know for sure he is not saving God because of what God has to give to him. Mm. He's not saving God because of money, because of the material things. He's saving God because God is God, right? Mm. That process taught him that, you know what, the money doesn't define him. So the process can be a good motivation, Good inspiration to actually start just enjoy that process true true you know i, I can't I'm, i can't remember where it is but i really wanted to find this but anyways there's a bible verse that talks about god was speaking there and he said he wouldn't give the people of israel the land at once yes he literally said he said he will not give the land to them at one point otherwise they'll be overwhelmed by the beast and the people in the land yeah. But instead, he will give them the land little by little. Mm. And that is deep. That yeah. is deep. That is deep. That is deep. That is deep. That's basically saying, see, listen, the thought that I have for you, you are of peace, you are of good, you are of great future, but I won't give you that land at once because yeah. it will overwhelm you. It's yeah. not like I'm trying to you know, teach you a lesson or like kind of be hard on you. It's like they will overwhelm you. Yeah. The thing I want to give you I'll give you in, in installment. Yes. You get what I'm saying? And it just really blesses me to know that, wow, you know, the Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. Yeah. Gives you the good one first. 
<laughs> it doesn't just give you the full deal at once. If you look at the 10 lepers, the Bible says that um, all of them were cleansed, but one of them was made whole. So there is, there is degrees. Yes. There is degrees, right? So, you know, it won't give us the full land at once because as you rightly pointed out, Paul, he wants us to build capacity for what's yes. coming. So mm. it's it's just amazing. And it actually does speak to me even now that I think about it because it's like I have to remind myself that where I'm at now, you know, in life, in, you know, in, in experience and in exposure is, is, uh, is, is a springboard for what's coming. And yeah. I can, I can enjoy what this season has to offer yes. kind of thing. So, oh, that's yeah. so good. That's so good, Victor. That is so good. That's as you're talking, I'm going to have to listen to this a lot of times and just put this <laughs> me too, and, me too, and apply me too. to my life, you know, before we get done, I, I still have uh, one or two questions for you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is for people out there to know. What would you say is a consequence of not starting? A consequence of not starting. So if someone decides not to start, they are scared of starting, they, are, they have a fear of starting, right? What would you say the consequence of that might be? Or what mm-hmm. might be the, the detriment? Detriment of not starting, mm-hmm. of not deciding decide not to start. I see. You see... uh that's a that's a very good question. I think an understanding of that question, or you know, having having that question in mind, I think it will produce action in people. You know, one of the things while you were speaking that occurred to me is this: that the most frustrated place to be in life is to be at a place where you have drive for nothing. You know what I mean? Yes. You have drive for nothing. That is the most, and that. I, I think I stand to be corrected. I'm not a psychologist, but I think that is the source of many of the vices we see today. Yeah. People have drive for nothing, and humans are not created like that. Yeah. You know, nature abhors vacuum. So yeah. if you're not driven towards something, everything else will pull at you, and you will fall for something. Essentially, you know, if you say you can stand for something, you fall for something. I'm going somewhere yeah. with this, but the point I'm making is, you build a culture when you don't start. So you have this vision, you don't start it, it dies. And then you have this vision, you don't start, it dies. You have the vision, this vision, you don't start, it dies. You build a culture, you build a culture of mediocrity, you build a culture of, of idleness. Yeah. And that culture will produce a fruit of frustration, of mm. meaninglessness to life. You see what I'm saying? So I'm standing here to not to brag on myself or to thank God, but the, when I look back, I have a book where I write, like when I envision things, I think most people should do that, but I have a book where I write things. And I was reading back as some of the things I had written as, I remember one of them, September 10, 2015, I wrote down something there. And I'm like, actually September 10, 2014, anyhow. But I wrote down something there. And the point I'm making is in terms of starting, I find that many, many, many things that I've done, it creates for me a, you know, it produces a sense of meaning to life. Yeah. When you have things that you are doing that is almost like proactive, initiative kind of stuff. Yes. So like when, when I think about the podcast or when I think about this podcast or when I think about some of the other things I'm involved in, I keep thinking to myself, if I'm not doing this, then what would I be doing that would bring me that kind of fulfillment? What would I be doing that would bring me that kind of purposeness to my life? You know what I mean? Like yes. whether, you know, people are rich or poor, whatever. One thing that most people, if they're honest with themselves, desire to have is a sense of fulfillment in anything they're doing. But then when you build a culture of not starting, a culture of not doing, you produce the opposite of that. Yes. So I think 
to put it more succinctly, one of the consequences of not starting is essentially a life of regret, which yeah. is what you said earlier, right? Yeah. It's basically a life of regret. What if, yes. you know, what if, what if, what if I'm, I'm 80 years old, I thought about doing this, but I didn't. That's, what if? That scares what if? me, Victor. That scares me. I think about it all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to be 70 years old and tell myself, what if I had done this? But the thought of that gives me chills because I've got just one life to live. Just one, right? And if I don't make you good use of it, I don't want to be 70 and tell myself, oh my God, when I was 25, when I was 27, when I was 22, what if I had started writing that book? What if I started the podcast? What mm-hmm. if I had gone into speaking? What if I tried these things, these talents I know that God has given me to use to bless others? What mm-hmm. if I tried? What if I tried to keep pushing to finish that PhD? Mm-hmm. Thoughts of that, oh, it gives me chills. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to have that. I know, I feel you. And I remember, I, even though I never talked to you about this, but I remember one day you posted something on your WhatsApp. Um, you just like a picture in the night background, and you're like something about PhD life. And you know, when you're when you're dreaming for the thing you want, I can't remember how you put that word. I don't know if you when you're excited for the opportunity, stay excited for the responsibility, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> where I'm going with that is like essentially, you know, we, we're talking about what if from our perspective. What about what if from the perspective of those who have been a blessing to us in the sense that. Think about anybody that has been a blessing to you. I think of someone like Ryan Bonke, Mars Monroe, Bishop Oedipo, Pastor Oedipo, you know, all these great people that have been a blessing to me. What if they had said no to starting? What wow. if they don't exist? <laughs> what if all of them be like, ah, well, me, yeah, I just want to, you know, live my life. And, you know. what, if, what if they all said no to starting? Mm. Imagine how many people's lives would have been. Yes. You know, do you see what I'm saying? Now, yeah. think same about you think about the reality that you are also a blessing i'm not i'm not saying this to impress anybody but everybody i meet i intentionally try to relate with people in a way that shows that i expect value from them even if they don't think that because god didn't make a waste so even if they don't see value in themselves they have something to offer so i am keen about engaging people for the sake of seeing that unique value proposition they have now the same way applies to you if you think of yourself in that light Think about the people that were blessed by the things that you have to offer. Yeah. What about yourself? Think about what you are depriving them of simply because you are afraid to start. Oh my God. That's powerful. Oh my God. Thinking about that now, that's powerful because it's, as you said, everybody has value. There's no one that is a waste, right? So if you decide not to pursue a goal or not to start something, there's someone who is depending on you to just start right? If you did not start your podcast, like I, right now, I was, I, I'm talking to you, I was chatting with Tomiwa on Instagram, and I was telling him, hey, Tomiwa, I'm going to need your help, you know, with stuff. It was like, anytime. If Tomiwa did not start, and you did not start, how do I come to you guys and say, hey, I'm starting a podcast. How do you help me? How do you guide me, right? But because you decided to start, your starting is also linked to my starting, right? It's linked to my <laughs> dream also. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A huge web. You need to start the goal. I think the, the point of this is you need to start. Let me just quickly read a quote I found online. Yes. I don't know who made this quote, but it's quite nice. Start now. Start where you are. Start with fear. Start with pain. Start with doubt. Start with hands shaking. 
Start with voice trembling, but start. Start and don't stop. Start where you are, with what you have. Just start. Just start. <laughs> just start. Just start. Just start. Hundred. 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 That is powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful. Yeah. Anyways, it's been so nice having you this morning on this conversation. Uh, Thank I you wish... so much. I feel refreshed. I have to say. Thank you so much. <laughs> so engaging with the way you carry this conversation so I, I only came with my little whatever but i i've really enjoyed i've really enjoyed just chatting with you and i've learned a lot in the process of this so my thank you so much for having me i can't wait to yeah. i can't wait to hear it and also the other content as well so awesome awesome and i can't wait to have you back believe me i'm going to have you back for more conversations yes. because i really want us to have more of this going to reach out to um the young adults out there you know to encourage them to share our story you know to share our success and our failures you know to bless them with that and there's someone out there whose life will be changed whose life will be blessed um as you said we were talking last week we are meant to be the light we're meant to shine that light of god right we cannot hide ourselves in light you don't need a light and put under a bushel you put it in a lampstand I may give light to the whole house, right? So um, the, the goal of us, and I told you, like, I'm not going to hide my Christian identity. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe Jesus Christ died for me. You know? Preach it. Preach <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. The goal is to reach out to everyone out there. Anyone can be reached. Anyone can be reached. Reach out our hands and reach out to them and show them that, you know what? You have value, as you mentioned earlier. You are not a waste. And God does want you to succeed. Hundred, hundred, hundred. Awesome. So we come this time. Um, it's been Paul, and with me I have Victor. Victor. <laughs>